0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Action Ignited podcast. My name is Izam Haddad. here with my co-host and best friend, Jason Hogarth here. We are here and we are the podcast to help you ignite your action and help you reach your goals and more than just the wellness setting and today we want to dive right into the path to success you know this is a conversation we've had many times as far as what has brought us to our career paths and where we're going as far as what we can see for ourselves in the future we want to kind of have a conversation here and hopefully you can take something out from here and
1: reach your goals so what's up man how are you feeling how are you doing how are you living feeling good living life um yeah, excited for today's topic. We we've talked about it many times. Uh, it's taken many different different paths, pretty much every time, just because we're always in a, a different place um, every time we have these conversations. So excited to see where it it goes today. Um, but I feel good about the the three kind of tips we have planned out here.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I think like to kind of kick this thing off, we've talked a little bit about sports, like our career in sports. We talked about our personal careers now where we're heading, what do you think is one thing that's helped you as far as this path to success and more than just, you know, wellness and more than just career path? What's that
1: one thing that kind of stands out for you to start? I think the biggest thing, it's always, it's the people around me, I think, keep me grounded Mm -hmm. um, into one, like reality and the ways to take some practical steps instead of just shooting for the moon. Cause sometimes I think I get, a little ahead of myself on things too. So it is good to have someone give some outside perspective. But I think also in you know the times where I'm not in the best headspace and need people to lean on, I think the people around me play a, a big role in that. So making sh- the sum of the people you're around is equaling what you want it to. So whether it's Megan, whether it's our conversations, conversations I have with other friends, family, I think putting my my time with the right people is been probably the most important thing, regardless of sports, nine to five career in sales or you know, outside passions that that I'm pursuing. How about you?
0: I was gonna definitely well first agree with that because I feel like energy is contagious, something I like to say many times. And people can either uplift you or kind of bring you down depending on their energy. And like we've talked about the idea of filling up your glass. So sometimes if In a relationship, whether it's friends or a loved one, if you feel like you don't have the space to hold them and Vice versa, it doesn't mean that person's a bad person. So with all that being said, I think the people around you super important. Um, But I think within that to take that to a next step, I think boundaries are super important. You and I have talked about it before. I think it's easy within those spaces to feel like you're getting taken advantage of. And that's where we feel like, hey, my cup is empty. I don't really have anything left. But when it's somebody we love, it's almost like our kryptonite. It's like, oh, I'm going to keep showing up for them even though I don't really have enough energy to do it. So I think to kind of take that next step as far as what you mentioned, as far as people around you, I think boundaries is that healthy balance to it. So I think the people around you are super important, but setting those healthy boundaries within that too.
1: There's two sides to it, right? There's the people that can intentionally kind of push those boundaries with not the best intent. And then I think there's also... You know, your your family or even your close friends that you would rely on probably can accidentally push those boundaries, not really thinking that it's anything. I think especially in health and wellness coaching, I think it's really easy for someone to accidentally push those boundaries of, you know, what is the scope of the service and start asking questions, which is fine. I don't mind helping people. I know you don't mind helping people in small aspects, but then when it's getting into creating whole programs or um, nutrition plans and everything for them, then that's where we kind of cross those lines. And I think some people can do that intentionally and sometimes it's unintentionally. So it's having that balance ourselves to be able to kind of be willing to set the boundary, even if it is a little bit of a awkward conversation to start. Yeah, those
0: I love that those awkward conversations are sometimes (laughs) what's needed, because I think that, you know, if we can set a boundary with time. Again, I'll always tie it back into like, we'll have even more to give if it's like, hey, I'm going to cut this off at this time in a healthy way. But as far as like the nine to five setting, I know you brought up this term I really like. uh, And I was going to ask if you made it up like the intrapreneur like world like that and the entrepreneur world between that, like service based jobs and like a typical nine to five, I think one of the most important things to do is set a boundary with your time. Give me a... An example, we'll, we'll kind of spend some time in here. What's like a way you found to give a boundary within that like type of setting?
1: Yeah, so I think in my line of work of being in sales, it's actually kind of tough to do it. So my first job out of college, there really wasn't good boundary setting with time. And there were certain expectations where, you know, New Year's Eve, my first New Year's Eve working this job, we were in the office till like 10, 30 PM because it's end of year sales. Like that's just the culture. And like, I knew what I was signing up for at the time, but like, that's definitely not for everyone. And it's not something that I was super thrilled about just because I have Megan down here. I had friends that I wanted to to hang out with too, especially like, you know, kick off the new year, right? Not at my, my workplace, but there are some people that were there until like, 1130 midnight and teach their own. But I think that goes into the, what is your mindset? And for the people that are entrepreneurs or the people that, you know, just, I guess, to put a definition to it, basically the people that want to be really successful in their nine to five, they don't care about owning their own business, things like that. Because the reality is not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. So the people that do want to be really successful entrepreneurs, I think one, those times when you should put in the extra effort, do it. But being able to effectively set boundaries so you're not being hit up all times of the night, regardless of what your job is, on a weekly basis, daily basis, whatever it is, um, you want to be able to have that good effective work-life balance. And I think that's something that's that's difficult, especially if you don't set it from the start, because then that becomes the expectation if you get in the habit of someone from your work texts you at 8.30 for something that's work-related. If you answer, they're going to assume that this is the new normal. And that they can continue to do that. So I think it's important to do it from the start.
0: Yeah. No, I think blocking the time is so important. Like, I think of a few examples, and not to get too lost into that. Like, the first immediate one is like having clients who work, you know, nine to fives or in the office or working from home. And sometimes you get in a groove, you get in this hot spot of like, hey, I'm getting so much work done. And then they realize, wow, I just skipped a meal. Like, what did I do? And then, okay, let me just get back to work. I'm on fire. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the week, it's like, my body isn't recovered. I'm super low energy. I'm depleted, all these things. So like I kind of coach and implement to them, like, Hey, set an alarm on your phone for like every hour. It's just a hypothetical example. It may work for different people. And it's like, you know, at this time, just get up for five minutes, stretch, get up for 10 minutes, whatever the case. And then like, don't miss out on your lunch break. And, you know, similar to you and like sales, when I was completely alone, when it came to training and coaching, I was trying to make sales late at night, hop on a call, hop on a virtual zoom, all these things, and then like answer 24 hour support messages when it came about training at random times of the night. If somebody trained at like 1030 and I'm having dinner with my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, it's like you lose time with your people that are important because there's no boundary set. So I think like blocking that time, um, it's so easy to get taken advantage of. And most of the time it's not really intentional, um, and it's hard for us to look at it that way. It's like, no, I feel so intentional, look, intentional. Look what you did. Um, so I think, yeah, I think with the boundary setting, um, that just helps so much with, you know, all the relationships we talked about. And then specifically in that situation of how do I cut my time and how do I balance that, whether I'm in an entrepreneur or entrepreneur kind of background?
1: Yeah, I think it is easier said than done, because, I mean, you think about the Day and age we live in with so much technology and access to things that enough people now work remote full time, which that was never a thing before. Um, Prior, it was more the minority of people were doing that. And I think that is the biggest thing that's made it hard to fully unplug because, you know, you go back before a cell phone was a thing. um, So before our time, a CEO would walk out of the office, no one's bugging him. So obviously no one else in the company is getting bugged and getting asked things past work hours. So you had to get everything done before then. But now those lines start to blur because everyone can contact you just by reaching into their pocket and pulling out their phone to ask you a question. And I think it's just like you said, it's not intentional. I mean, the people that are asking to them, it's probably very normal part of their work life or just life in general at this point that it's almost expected that you should work beyond your hours. And like that's been almost celebrated. And even thinking back to, you know, tie it into other aspects, the work you did, like when we were playing college football, the extra work that we would put in in the off season typically led to to, to better performance, but also at the same time, it could lead to injury. So there's a very fine balance of doing what's best for you you and the company, the team, the organization, and making sure that you are fully ready to go in those prime hours when you're supposed to be on. So in like, with that being said, performing at your best
0: and no matter what setting you're in, one of the things we've talked about before this call is like knowing your worth. And we've talked about this conversation when it came to knowing what we wanted to create for ourselves and the future we can see for ourselves what do you think is a way that's helped you? And maybe if you had like a pro tip for somebody to know, like, no, this is my worth, whether that is an athlete, whether that's an entrepreneur or intrapreneur, how do you build that? And I know one of the things we've talked about in the past, if you want to add on to this is, you know, getting your reps could be part of it. But where does your mind take you with that?
1: Yeah, I think even before like the getting the reps phase, it's knowing what you truly want. So like understanding your why. Understanding, you know, the reason you're doing all these things. So what is that that root cause thing that you're going back to? So, for me, like I want to live a life that I feel passionate about, first of all. So, that includes my work and be able to effectively support everyone that's around me in my family. So, for me, those two things keep me going and make me happy each day. So, those are the things that I always go back to. So, whether it's a job that if that's not fulfilling to me, I need to focus on the things that are while still doing my work, making sure I'm putting the work in to be successful in whatever role that is, but also being aware of sometimes. A pivot is needed um, to be able to continue to live towards your true self. So for me, I think it's just going back to that. What is my why is the main thing that I go back to? Because it's tough. It and it changes. uh, But I think that's really the only effective way for me to continue to pursue what I want to. Yeah,
0: no, the why is so good, because I've gotten so lost in the materialistic things of like, hey, I need to make more money, or I need to see whatever it is, some type of materialistic thing. And it's if you can remember what your why is behind chasing what we're doing as far as service or health or whatever the case, it allows you to keep moving forward because then you know kind of like your next step of what will get you rolling towards your why versus if I'm just thinking of this end goal you get lost in I need to get there your mind isn't set on if I can think about my why only you'll know okay, what's the one thing I can do to help me step forward from my wine? And then you stack those things. But I, we've talked about this in one of our episodes. Um, you asked me a question, something along that, I can't remember the question. It was so good. Uh, but it was about what can kind of keep you steady-minded, or I'll call it tunnel vision. And I think it's putting out the needing validation from everybody else. And it's so hard. It's, it's so hard because we're in a day and age of like, if you see somebody post something on social media, and they're the same age, you are older or older, even younger, even younger. It's like, what did I do wrong? Why can't I reach what they're doing? And most of the time, it's because we're comparing their chapter like 10 or chapter five to our chapter one, or we didn't even start writing it. And it's like, damn, that's where they are. I want to get there. So I think if, if we can build that muscle and gain that strength of, hey, the only validation I need is mine. I know that I'm doing X and Y, and that's going to get me to that end goal. And I'm enjoying it at the same time. Then you can continue to move forward. So if we just keep reframing our vision to what's my Why? And let me just focus in on what I'm doing. Let me not look around me like it's okay to celebrate those around you. That's like the contagious energy we were talking about before. But the validation of damn, they're doing this. I'm not why am I so far behind. I think that can slow us down.
1: That's a great point here, especially as we're talking about these two kind of separate styles of life of going the entrepreneur route and the entrepreneur route. We're talking from our own experience, our own path, which I think is a little more geared towards the entrepreneur side of things, of building a a coaching business, going through the process of different companies that we'll talk about eventually. But And then also for me, I still feel like it's important for me to continue to develop my sales skills in a variety of different ways. So it's something that I'm still doing on more of an entrepreneur side of things. The main theme here isn't you shouldn't go one way or another just because of what other people think. Maybe someone else thinks you should be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, but you don't find passion in that. There are some people that love what they do on a daily basis, working a nine to five job in, you know, there's engineers out there that love what they're doing. There's uh, people in the tech space that just love what they do with technology and that's fulfilling to them. So you can't let anyone else sway you into, oh, you should be an entrepreneur just because they think so. Because maybe that's not your ideal life. Maybe you enjoy what you do. You clock out at five or maybe you actually enjoy working those extra hours and that's actually what makes you happy then do it go for it like at the end of the day it's all about what makes you the most fulfilled and happy and if that's priority number one for you truly when you do look inside at your why then go after it as hard as you can
0: yeah no that's a beautiful transition tying this all together like I really when we bring up the path to success success is different for everybody else One person exactly may be like, I need to be an entrepreneur with a multi-million dollar business. Somebody else may be happy with a nine-to-five, and that's fine. Like you'll know what your success is. But I think the big takeaway we really hope everybody can kind of leave with is set some healthy boundaries so we don't feel like we're getting taken advantage of. Advantage of, and within that, it's setting boundaries with your time. I think knowing, and we think knowing your worth takes you. To even far than you can ever imagine, and it doesn't matter what type of setting, whether it's relationship or professional. And then within that, it's not really kind of seeking validation from other people. I think those are some of the key things that stand out. Um, is there anything else that really like stands out to you, man?
1: Yeah, dude. I think uh, what what you recap there are the the big things to keep in mind. It's just all about chasing your purpose, chasing what makes you happy. But it all starts with. Getting to know yourself so you can figure out what boundaries you need to set um, so you don't get taken advantage of. Find out what your your version of your worth is um, so you you can live true to it.
0: No, I love that. Strong shares, man. And I believe with that, we're going to wrap this up from here. You guys know where to find us. We really ask to leave some comments or even directly message us because we will do some mixed bag episodes. Um, from there, we'll take some questions. We'll love to answer. And we want to take the conversation farther than just us two. And that way we can really help you ignite your action. And if you're looking to reach a specific goal outside of just wellness or even wellness related, please include those two. And if this episode resonated with you, share it with a friend, with a loved one, and we can't wait to have you back to our next episode. So thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.